0: In today's episode, you are going to learn how to break bad body image. Do you know that the majority of women need to lose weight, about 89% of the population, and 56% of women say they are dissatisfied with their overall appearance. And what does this lead to? complaining about your body, looking at different body parts like your abs or your thighs and saying, I just wish this part of me was different. And it leads to bad body image. Bad body image leads to poor choices. So today I am praying that you get this revelation, this deep revelation that your body is not your own. And it is time to look at your body through the lens of God and really have this healing and this breakthrough like never before. So before we jump in, I just want to invite you to a free training I'm offering February 15th, 2024. It's the four keys to losing 15 to 20 pounds in 12 weeks without starving yourself or endless exercise in order to register just go to the show notes there's a link to register for the free training i'll see you in there hey woman of god Are you sick of fad diets that only get you temporary results? Are you looking for a simple, foundational, faith-based weight loss framework that will fit into your busy day so it becomes a lifestyle? Are you ready to break free from binge eating, overeating, sugar addiction, self-sabotage, and the battle with your scale? It is time to let the chain breaker Jesus move mightily into your weight loss journey. I'm Andrea Lynn. I am so excited that you're here with me on Christian women's weight loss. I remember what it felt like to be 75 pounds overweight, exhausted, overwhelmed, riddled with poor self-esteem, low self-image and unworthiness until I was radically saved by Jesus and he made everything new. With 20 years of experience and numerous certifications in fitness and nutrition, I'm here to teach you everything I know about food and fitness while making faith your primary drive as a busy Christian woman wanting to lose weight and keep it off. If you're ready to let the Holy Spirit transform you from the inside out while getting your body, which is God's vessel, healthy so you can rise up and live out the calling that God has on your life you're in the right place. May the Lord give you ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart that's pleasing to him, along with a body that will be transformed for his glory. Let's dive in. This topic is near and dear to my heart because I completely understand what it's like to struggle with body image issues honestly i feel like i had them since i can remember and it could be because i was dancing at a very young age and when you're a dancer just think you know everything is pointed to how you look and how your body moves and it was really thrown in my face (laughs) um i'll share this story with you so i had had body image issues For a very, very long time. And I don't think I ever really talked about it. It was just this internal thing that I would look at different parts of my body, like my legs. You know, I'm short, I'm 5'1, and, you know, my legs were always thicker and more muscular. And I remember thinking as a child, man, I wish my thighs were thinner. They're just so huge. And then I was in a modeling class where it was, um, they, they taught me so many different things, you know, how to get in and out of a car, ladylike, you know, how to walk properly, all these great things, which I learned a lot from. But I do remember there was one point where they made us line up and I was probably like middle school and stand there, stand tall. They just were looking at your posture. And the one teacher came up to me and said, your thighs are too big because they're touching. And I already had a body image issue regarding my thighs. So guess what that did? It just exacerbated how I felt. And it just brought my attention to my thighs in even a bigger way. Ugh! So that was one incident. Then I went off to college. I was in performing arts college. And every audition that I went on, just about every, I mean, That's a tough field, as you know, um, acting. Well, maybe you don't know, but, you know, acting, singing, dancing, that's a tough field. You get beat up. If you don't look a certain way, you have to look so perfect. And, you know, I didn't. I didn't look perfect. And so I remember going to auditions and, you know, I was auditioning for actually a hair commercial. And I did the, I read the lines and the guy says to me, so what do you think? you know you're a ford model you're no ford model you're you're short you're heavy set and you know you have terrible hair and i was like oh dear so it again i just had so many years of feeling really bad about my body wishing i was taller and thinner and here's the crazy thing is that i was thin i didn't have a weight issue as a child. When I really gained a lot of weight was when I was pregnant with my son. That's when I gained 75 pounds. And boy, oh boy, did that take my body image issues to a whole nother level. Because now, you know, my stomach changed, everything changed. You know, your breasts get droopy after breastfeeding. So it was just like, whoa, you know, put me over the edge. So I can really relate to this topic because I have been there and I just want to share some things with you right now that I pulled from a really, really powerful article that I read in Psychology Today and this is what it was saying that the majority of women want to lose weight and it said 89% of women want to lose weight. Then it goes on to say that 56% of women say they are dissatisfied with their overall appearance and that they're specifically directed towards specific body parts, such as 71% of women are not liking their abdomen, 66% of women don't like their body weight, 60% of women don't like their hips. And 58% of women don't like their muscle tone. Whoa, these are big numbers, right? So the correlation between body dissatisf... dissatisf Why can I say that? Dissatisfaction and body weight, those who are more dissatisfied tend to be heavier. So this is what psychology today was saying after they did all these um, reviews and surveys And then it goes on to this, which I feel like is really important for us to at least touch on and understand. Eating disorders occur when a person's intense preoccupation with their their heaviness or being overweight or being too, quote, air quotes, fat, leads them to extreme measures to control their weight. I just want to pause right there for a second and say to you that... When I was in middle school and high school, I also kind of had an eating disorder when I look back because what I would do was I would um, either starve myself all day because I felt like I was fat and I didn't like the way my body looked or I would, (laughs) these are crazy to say now, but um, let's say it was a Sunday. For some reason, I always picked Sundays. I would say, I'm just going to you know starve all day and it's good for me and then like midday i would i would just binge eat on grapes cuz i thought okay well at least grapes you know won't be too bad but you know like that's not good either or i would feel bad about my body and then i would go just take a bunch of laxatives okay so this i had this intense preoccupation in my brain that I didn't like my body. So I was going to these really crazy extreme measures to what I thought would help control my weight. Okay, so back to psychology today. So they go on here to say that considerable research indicates that anorexia and bulimia are outgrowths of a negative body image. That's probably understandable, we can relate to that. That today's epidemic increase in eating disorders is related to the intense pressure put on women to conform to the ultra slender role model of feminine beauty. Yeah. Okay. We know that we can fall into this trap, right? Especially with AI changing everything, changing the way it looks and you know, it just can mess with our mind. So then it goes on to say this again, I think this is important for us to at least understand that sexual and physical abuse are important contributors to body dissatisfaction But again, primarily it's women who've been sexually abused who think so. Sexual abuse is judged very important by 30% of women who are extremely body dissatisfied versus um, other women that have never had to go through that. And then it goes on to say, women who feel good about their bodies and have have not been victims of abuse just don't grasp the damage abuse can do to feelings about the body. I want to pause here also for a second. I too am a survivor of sexual assault and molestation as a child. Did this, was this a factor of my body dysmorphia and my bad body image? I am going to say yeah, especially reading this. That's, you know, all these studies and statistics are showing that Sexual abuse or physical abuse to a woman raises the possibility that she doesn't like her body. Okay. So I think that's also really important for us to remember. And then it goes on to say a remarkable 84% of women report having dieted to lose weight. 84% of us have dieted to lose weight. That's a lot of us. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you can relate. You can say, yeah, that's me too. A sizable proportion of people, of women, say they have resorted to extreme and dangerous weight control methods in the last year. Whoa, extreme and dangerous. And then 60% of the women who are dissatisfied with their bodies say that very thin or muscular models make them feel more insecure. It brings all of this up for them we as women are going to drastic measures to change the way we look and think about our body. And yet it's just like, it's this tormenting feeling, thought that takes over. And honestly, it's time that it goes. And it's time that we, again, look at our body the way God sees it and the purpose that God has for it. And this will break us free from all this body dysmorphia, bad body image, beating our bodies up with food, beating our bodies up with either over-exercising or under-exercising, beating our bodies up with the way we think about it, the way we talk about it. You know, I I can just say to you, hey, your body is amazing. It's so beautiful, just the way it is. And you're just on a mission to get it even healthier. And you might say, yeah, 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 that's great, Andrea. That's wonderful. But you don't really believe me, right? And maybe you grew up with your grandma saying, you are so beautiful, honey. But you don't really believe grandma either because you're still battling this. So will you believe God? Will you believe God's truth? Because that's what I want to land for you today. Then we need to start way back in Exodus And I know you're thinking, what in the world, Andrea, does Exodus have to do with my body and my body image and how I change all this? Stay with me. I promise that this is all going to make sense, but I need to start way back in Exodus 25. Okay, I'm just going to read you some parts of it. So Exodus 25, right? The Lord says to Moses, tell the people of Israel to bring me their sacred offerings, accept the con- um, contribution contributions from all whose hearts are moved to offer them. Here's a list of sacrifice uh, sacrifice offerings you may accept from them. And God goes on to say: gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, scarlet thread, fine linen, um, tanned ram skins, acacia wood, olive oil for the lamps, spices, stones. All right. And then if you skip down to Exodus twenty five ten. This is where God is saying to Moses, these are the plans for the Ark of the Covenant. And so God's saying, have the people make an Ark of Acacia wood. So he's very clear with, this is what I want you to use to make it. A sacred chest, 45 inches long, 27 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it. Overlay it inside and outside with pure gold and run a molding of gold around it. Cast four gold rings and attach them to its four feet, two rings on each side. Make poles of acacia wood. Overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the rings at the right side of the ark to carry it. Do you understand how detailed God was here when he was commanding Moses to make the Ark of the Covenant? And he goes on, right, to he's very clear on how he wants the tabernacle laid out from the outer court all the way to the inner court. So you're thinking, what does this have to do with my body? It has everything to do with your body because your body was made by God. He was very specific. God was very specific, okay? Um, The majority of people have 10 fingers and 10 toes. Each finger has a certain length. Each toe has a certain length. We all have a spine. We all have skin. It's an outer layer. And as you go deeper inward into our body, it gets more sacred, more holy, right? Right? the heart is in the deeper depths of our body. The skin is on the outside. So how God created the tabernacle is exactly how God created our body. And God did not make a mistake, okay? I want to also share with you, like think about, there's some facts of the body I want to share. This is how amazing our body is. The lens, your, your eye lens focuses light on your retina and to um, focus, the lens changes shape. That's amazing. The brain, if flattened out, it would cover an ironing board. There's about 60,000 miles of blood vessels, enough to stretch almost two and a half times around the earth in your body. You have five million hairs on your body. Jesus says, right? Even the hairs on your head are counted, numbered, We have about 1 trillion cells inside our body and 50 miles of nerves in your body that relay messages between the brain and the spine and the body. I mean, are you getting this? It is so perfectly designed by God. Every detail of your body was created by God. And in, I want you to just like look at Genesis uh, 2, 7. It says, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. So God formed you from the dust of the ground. Okay, hold that thought for a second because I want to share this next piece with you, which means the design of the tabernacle. I want you to think of what, what I was just saying. The design of the tabernacle included naturally occurring materials and elements, wood, silver, gold. This is These are some of the things that were listed. Silver and gold exist in small amounts in your body. And, and in Genesis 2-7, what I just read to you, it says We're made from the earth. We're made from the dust of the earth. And it consists of 26 chemical elements and the the building blocks of matter, oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen. This is what's made of your body and my body. And the oxygen and hydrogen combine to form water. We are made up of, what, 90% water. The majority of you and I are mostly water. And let's just, let's just look at like John 7, 37 through 39. Water represents the Holy Spirit. And without it, the body would die in a matter of days. I mean, boom, mic drop. I would drop my mic, but then you would go, ooh, that doesn't sound good. And you would turn me off. So I'm not going to drop my mic. But are you getting what I'm putting down here? Are you getting how intricate and amazing that your physical body is? that you don't even, yes, when we, when we leave, when we die and we go live with Jesus the rest of our eternal life, we're going to get a new body, it says it, but he already gave you the a most amazing designed body now. So why are we not thinking of it and honoring it now? The human body is the dwelling place of your eternal spirit while you're living on earth. This basically says it in Ecclesiastes 12, 7. It says, and the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. There's one scripture that I love so much. And if you followed me for a while, you know that I use it a lot because I really feel like we as women need to get this revelation. And it is 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 through 20. Paul wrote this and it says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you whom you have from God? You are not your own for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. God basically created your body. And I I, I hope you're really getting this and understanding this right now. Okay. God, the son Jesus redeemed our body and God, the Holy Spirit, indwells in our body. Guess what this makes my body and your body? Guess what? It makes your body the very temple of the Holy God, the very temple of the Holy Spirit. So when when Jesus said to his disciples, wait, I'm going to pour out my spirit for you. Upon you, upon everybody, you can have it. It's free. That's available for us also. Okay, so as a Christian woman, when you accepted Christ, when you said, I believe that Jesus was crucified, buried, resurrected, and sits at the right hand of the Father, I believe that. I believe in Jesus. I believe what he's done. You are saved and the Holy Spirit is living inside of you. So that means that your body is holy. It is a temple. It's amazing when you think of it this way, right? I don't When I got this revelation, I was like, whoa, I am going to be really different now And as far as What I'm doing with my body, how I'm thinking about my body, it's really, really important. And think about, if God meant simply to convey the idea that the Holy Spirit lives within a believer, he would have used words like home or house or residence, but he didn't use that word. He chose the word temple to describe the Holy Spirit's dwelling in you. He conveys the idea that your body is a shrine, it's a sacred place in which the Holy Spirit not only lives, but is worshipped, is revered, and is honored. So we have to then think, take action, and speak as though we are living temples of God. So every time you're beating your body up, it's like quenching it's like choking out quenching the Holy Spirit because if we can go into this more but I, I don't want to take this path today because I this can go on a whole nother uh, message but Paul was telling us to get rid of bitterness and anger and rage right and slander. So that way we don't quench the Holy Spirit and that Holy Spirit is inside of you. And so we want to give the Holy Spirit residence that allows him to move mightily. And so this is where we really need to check ourselves. And when those thoughts of abusing the temple that we have come up, that we can say, oh, no, 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 no. The Holy Spirit lives inside this vessel. And because the Holy Spirit lives inside this vessel, I am going to honor it. I'm not going to speak bad about it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it where it is, and I'm going to love it while it changes. And because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, guess what that means? That you are losing weight with the Holy Spirit residing in you. And the Holy Spirit, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Spirit is self-control. And that means that you're not doing this alone, that your vessel, which is his vessel, his temple, he wants to use. So when you're 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus pounds lighter, he's going to use you. I mean, he's going to use you no matter what. But so many times the weight the and the inflammation that comes from um, this weight you know it hinders us from doing things from achieving things so when you're losing weight you're allow, you're saying holy spirit i need you to rise up in me take over and get this vessel as healthy as you want it and guess what he wants you healthy he does it's his temple he wants to use it mightily and also when we live by the spirit we no longer gratify the desires of our sinful nature So basically, I'm going to read you this. It's Galatians 5.16. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of, of the flesh. And when you have this revelation that your body is the temple of God and that the Holy Spirit is indwelling in you, then the desires of the flesh to overeat, to go eat sugar, to not exercise, to over exercise, to you know um, say hurtful things to your body because you don't like the way it looks right now all of these things are changed because this is what God does in us He changes us. so I highly suggest that you take you take first Corinthians 619 through twenty I'm going to read it to you again or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you had from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. This word of God, this truth needs to go from your mind to your heart. It needs to, the revelation of how your body is not your own, that Jesus paid a really high price for you, needs to Really be understood so that moving forward you are a good steward over god's temple and being a good steward over god's temple is being really really aware of what am I putting in this temple not only are what am I watching what am I listening to what goes in my mouth what comes out of my mouth and this is the number one key to being a good steward over God's temple. The holiest of holies is inside of you. Remember, your body is built just like the tabernacle was built. It's got an outer part. And then the deeper in you go, the more holy it is. And so the Holy Spirit is in there. So having this revelation, I pray that your decisions on food And your decisions on what you speak about yourself and your body completely change today. And your decisions on even what you put in your mouth to drink. And the decisions that you do to move your vessel. God God didn't create you to just sit there. He created you to move. There's muscles and bones and tendons and ligaments and they all need proper nourishment. Part of that nourishment is physical exercise. So I pray, I pray that you get this revelation just like I did. And when I got this revelation, my crazy obsessed body image issues and dysmorphia completely changed. Jesus is the chain breaker. He is the promise keeper. And he will, he will change you from the inside out. And that is how lasting weight loss occurs. Because you get the revelation that, whoa, this body, oh wow, Lord, you you did you did so much for me. Thank you. Thank you for doing all that for me. And so every choice you make moving forward is very different when you honor your body as the temple of God which it is. Lord Jesus, I pray that your hand is upon every woman that's listening to this right now. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit touches them and gives them deep revelation of this word today. Lord, I pray that every woman listening begins to be a really good steward of the temple that that you have given them. Lord, I pray that they get the revelation that their body is designed by our great creator, Father God, Heavenly Father. And it is so amazing and miraculous. I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit rises up in each and every one of them. And that the Holy Spirit convicts them out of their old ways of beating themselves up out of their old ways of aiding to comfort their bad body image. Lord, break them free from whatever the root is that has caused this body dysmorphia, this bad body image that's caused this weight gain. Break them free in the name of Jesus. You are broken free now. Lord, fill them with your peace. Saturate them with your peace, Lord. Every part of their body. Fill them with your peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding is in every single cell of that body. Lord, touch them. Touch them. Give them new revelation like never before. So that they begin to lose weight and gain health because that self-control, the gentleness, the faithfulness, the goodness, the kindness, the patience, the peace, the joy, and the love that the Holy Spirit has in them shines. I ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Before you go, if you have been transformed or blessed by this, please subscribe. Then go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. It is the number one way that you can bless me and get the word out there to other women who are also seeking. Screenshot your favorite episode, share on your social media feeds, be sure to tag me, and I'd love to connect more often, so join my Facebook group. Until next time, remember God says in 1 Corinthians 10 31, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. God, God bless you, my sister in Christ.